quiet on the set. Pulse 95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. Well, welcome to Backstage with Anna Schofield. And I have the pleasure of being joined by Peter. Peter is the Executive Director of Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. So when I say the Executive Director, it means the top, 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 top. I am here with uh, the, the Grand Fromage Frey, the leader of everything, the big director, who actually I met three years ago, when it must be three, three and a half years ago, when Sharjah Performing Arts Academy opened. I had the pleasure of being here at the opening. Um, I came to see the rulers play Nimrud. I want to call it Nimrod, but I'm informed by my Arabic friends that it's Nimrud. Um, and, and that's where this lovely relationship developed. But Peter I met early doors, and Peter has been here since there were no students to today where he's looking at an infill in the next 12 months of up to a thousand students and two new buildings being built as well. And we're gonna get into it. Welcome Peter to Backstage with Anna Schofield. Thank you very much. Very glad to be here. <laughs> oh, it's so nice having you. So you've been on Pulse 95 a couple of times because at every opportunity we, we grab you and say, Peter, come and be interviewed. I know that Ali has spoken to you, I've spoken to you, Big Hass has spoken to you. Um, how has it changed? You were here, you, you literally started this project when there were no students, uh, probably 12 months, two years before the building actually opened to students. Tell us about the journey from the moment you walked through to now where it's full of life. I've just walked through the reception, there are kids everywhere, there are people dancing, there's singing, it's wonderful. I arrived five years ago next month. Wow. Okay. So in 2018, I arrived in Sharjah uh, and had an office in a different building. And this building, Sharjah Performing Arts Academy, was a shell. There was nothing really here to see except, um, except a building site. Wow. And we all wandered around with hard hats looking at where we were going to put things. And nice. I put my big size 12 boots in and said, I want this changed, I want that changed. And eventually... Yeah. Uh, in 2019, we moved in in the April 2019, still with no students. And His Highness said, you have to have students by September. So we did. <laughs> uh, we got okay. students by, by September, right. uh, studying on BA acting, uh, BA production arts. And we have our first graduation this year, yes. which is really exciting. Yes. So those... Um, guinea pig students right. <laughs> who started in 2019 uh, are graduating this year and i can't believe how quickly the time has gone yeah. it's extraordinary yeah. and the developments that we've made since then uh, in this wonderful building mm. um, from uh, getting set up as a higher education institute getting the programs accredited um, attracting students from all over the Middle East, North African region, setting up our Children and Young Performers Academy. Everything uh, was, um, every step we've made has been like a first yes. uh, for the region, but also for us. So the excitement that that generates mm -hmm. in knowing that the next day is the first day <laughs> of, the, of the rest of the future of the Academy has yeah. been amazing. So it is quite amazing, actually. Paul Spicer mentioned it as well um, a couple of days ago to think that um, everything is a first, but this year you're going to have your first 
graduation and there's going to be a few tears shed on that particular day. Well, what day is graduation? June 25th. Okay. Marked in stone for every staff member here. So those students have done four years. Um, and the first year, I'm, I'm told, is a, I'm learning about this, the fundamentals year, where they experiment with every single element of performing arts, and then they specialise afterwards. What would you say is your favourite bit of what you've created here at SPA? My favourite part is the fact that I come from um, higher education in the UK where I've been working for about 30, 35 years in, in conservatoire, drama schools uh, and so on. Um, and my favourite part has been able to construct programmes which are brand new, which take all the brilliant elements from uh, conservatoire practice across the world and then leave out all the bits that we don't need. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been able to literally tailor it. You, you've literally been able to finely tune the courses. Absolutely. And the, and the fundamental, let's use that word in terms of our fundamentals year as well, but the fundamental components of working as a professional performer or production artist are collaborating with other people and, and making work together. So you go through that process of imagination, creation, and innovation and that's the that's the exciting part of it so our all of our courses all of the elements of the programs are based on that idea that you have to collaborate and work with other people wow what um impact does the fact that you are in the arab region have on the courses obviously lo quite a lot of the staff are from the western world um but i also know from paul spicer and talking to some of the other um lecturers and teachers um that they do concentrate quite a lot on making sure voices are heard from the different cultures and nationalities of students that you've got. Um, when we're talking, and I want to talk in a minute about, um, you know, the fact that you're about to expand, I feel like I'm sitting in the biggest building in the world here. And the first thing you said today after hello was, and of course we're expanding and we're getting a whole music department. We'll talk about that in a minute. But in terms of having to um, maybe adjust or include the fact that you're in the, the Arab region. How does that work with language and with influences and, and all those things? The majority of our students come from the Middle East, North African region, and the majority of them speak Arabic. Also, our faculty and staff uh, uh, represent something like 28 different countries across wow. the world. Wow. So we're a truly international uh, establishment. Right. We, um, we work both in English and Arabic. Right. The students produce work in Arabic. Uh, in fact, as you saw with Nim Namrud, Al Namrud, uh, we produced a play that was um, in Arabic. Yeah. Uh, and we will do that in terms of our public productions. They won't, every, even though the programs are taught in English, and the reason why they're taught in English is because it allows us to be an international establishment. Right, right. That's the simple, that's the simple reason for that. Okay. Uh, in, in terms of where we are in the region, culturally we absolutely respect and recognize uh, Arabic culture, and we, um, and we know that the students are going to go on and work in Arabic theatre and Arabic television and film and media. And so we're preparing them with the skills and crafts that they need to have, which are appropriate in any language. You know, when you get into kind of cultural differences, that's, 
the, particularly in the theatre, that's what they are. But the skills you need in theatre are universal. Yeah, 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 yeah. How amazing. I hadn't even thought of that. All right, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about how SPA is expanding and how there are two new buildings in the making. Keep it here at Pulse95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield on Pulse95. Pulse 95. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield. On Pulse 95. Pulse. Welcome back to Backstage with Anna Schofield. Here I am talking to everyone at Sharjah Performing Arts Academy, which is gorgeous and lovely. I'm sitting here with Peter, who's the executive director of Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. Um, since I've been coming in in the last three and a half years, and, and if you've just heard Peter talking, you'll know that he's been here for five years. So there was a good year where he was just in set-up boots and hard hat, then he got an office, then they got students. Um, but one of the parts of your job that I've witnessed you um, actually doing, Peter, is the fact that you work quite closely with the pre- president of um, Sharjah Performing Arts Academy, which is, is of course, the ruler of Sharjah. Yes, I do, yeah. Uh, and he is such a generous uh, man and has been instrumental, obviously, in the creation of this academy. It was his idea way back in 2007 to build an academy, an international academy, for the training and education of, prof- of those people who wanted to be professional performers. Um, and then it became realized in 2017-18 when he created this building. Uh, and we've, we often talk about the development and, uh, and the kinds of things that should be happening in the academy and how the courses should be run and so on. And of course, he comes to the Board of Trustees meetings and uh, leads those. And we presented his play Nimrod in, in our main theatre, yeah. opening this year uh, for the opening of the Golf Theatre Festival. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah, which um, which went very well, and he was really pleased to, um, to to be a part of to to see the play again and to be part of that. Yeah, yeah. that was the most extraordinary thing coming to see that play. Um, that was my first production of yours that I'd seen, um, and I sat there, and the, the ruler um, and and the people he was with were literally a few rows in front. Um, you did a speech, um, then. The, the production started and it was I don't know what I expected but I certainly didn't expect to be so mesmerised for sure or overwhelmed or um, impressed like all of those things all at the same time but one of the lucky things and I talk about this a lot was I had Big Hass my co-host yeah. with me from Saudi Arabia yeah. and so he sat there translating personally to me while the production was going on so at all points I knew what the what the dancers were doing what the singers were singing about what everything but what was quite funny is I had some of your English staff to my right and they were going, what's that? And so I was translating it all the way along the road and it was amazing. Um, but it was quite interesting hearing that it was 10 years coming to fruition for the ruler then. He came up with it in 2007 and then 2017 was when the building was sort of allocated. Yeah, he announced the uh, creation of the academy at, um, when he was speaking at, a, at, a, at an event to do with UNESCO. Uh, and that's when he first announced this idea that he wanted this international academy. Um, we've we've talked a lot about how SPA would be and and how it would be uh, an independent 
uh, institution, not attached to any universities or anything like that. Yeah. So, which was a really important concept, mm. and all from him. So, such a man of vision, it's extraordinary. He is a man of vision, that's a good expression. What about the new, and, and of course the ruler will be to do with this, um, as I said, I walked in and you announced those two new buildings because this is a huge, beautiful building. I mean, we don't have anything like this in the UK for, for students to study in. Um, so you're going to have two new buildings. One of them's a music department. Tell us everything about the expansion. Uh, so over the last few months, I've been working with architects on, on how we would create uh, a fully um, uh, serviced music academy which would be again be a first for the region because there would be nothing like it. Right. There's nothing like it in the region at all. Uh, where we would uh, implement conservatoire style training uh, in Sharjah uh, for people who wish to become professional musicians, people who want to be uh, com composers, songwriters, music technologists and so on. So in order to do that we have to have matching facilities and if we want to grow the academy to um, maybe a thousand, a thousand two hundred students. Then we need facilities to match. Yeah. So we're building a concert hall that is the centre part of the academy, wow. which would have around about eleven hundred seats in it. Uh, so and then that's surrounded by other um, ancillary rehearsal rooms, practice rooms, and so on. And then a building exactly like this on the other side of the concert hall which would house the music college the college of music wow wow so so Sharjah performing arts academy will have a college of drama and a college of music unbelievable that's literally unbelievable because your theatre here is beautiful I mean it's stunning theatre and now you're going to have one of those um, but a concert hall so um, and I presume you're going to do the same that you do here you will then put on musical activations and shows uh, yes and the concert hall will be used at you know there's not again there were, there's nothing like it at the moment in the northern emirates so uh, imagine um, being able to host a full orchestra or an ensemble um, on a stage in the um, in, in the Northern Emirates, because yes, they have facilities in Abu Dhabi, but nothing no. in the north. Right. And so here we have the potential for you know um, hosting uh, amazing musical events, both in both both Arab music and Western music and and other forms of music from all over the world. What I'm sensing is just this huge vision. It doesn't seem to stop. So it's not like you and the ruler stopped at the Performing Arts um, you know, Academy. N now now you've, you're actually streamlining into different areas. Do you think after this, um, the, the music element, is there something else that you're secretly planning? Uh, well, in the, uh, in the new build, there's obviously, um, there will obviously be recording sound stages. So there'll be, be space for the development of film and television oh. and also for recording, you know, live recordings specifically as well. Because, right. that, uh, you know, nowadays you have to have that and students have to be able to perform not, not only live but also in recorded media. And so it's really important that we have the facilities to be able to do that. This institution has to be a springboard for the development of professional performing arts across the region. Yeah.
Uh, there's nothing like it in the Middle East, and we're in the middle of the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we can act as a hub, uh, as an attractive hub for people from all over the world because of our physical, geographical location. Right. How absolutely extraordinary. I'm, it's a shame, but I've got to say goodbye now. That's the time we've got. But thank you so much for joining me. I really do um, appreciate it every time we meet. And I can't believe that I've sat here and just found out that there's a whole new area that you're about to expand into. What's the time frame for the Music College? Uh, two years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking at what, 2025? 2026, yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Good luck. Good luck Thank so much. Thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. Always. Backstage with Anna Schofield. Anna Schofield on Pulse 95.